I'm Marco Werman, and this is The World. In Britain, many parents of young children are worried about a disease they thought was part of medical history. I'm talking about the measles. The country is in the grip of a measles epidemic. Measles can be fatal. More than 900 people have come down with measles in the Swansea area alone in Britain. One man has died, and the government has warned that the epidemic could spread. The reason? Well, for the last 10 years, many parents have not allowed their children to receive the measles, mumps, rubella vaccine, or MMR, that protects against measles. Dr. Ben Goldacre is a doctor and author of the books Bad Science and Bad Pharma and is a campaigner for better public understanding of science medicine. Dr. Goldacre, explain, first of all, why so many children and young people in Britain are presently not vaccinated against measles? Well, in the late 1990s, we had a, a, an anti-MMR vaccine scare driven by a piece of research that has subsequently been described as fraudulent by the British Medical Journal, but also driven by some very irresponsible reporting in the UK. So the, the, the original research that the scare was based on, even if it had been completely perfectly well conducted, would still never have justified the four-year-long campaign against vaccination by UK journalists. The sobering reality for journalists to ponder on, I think, is the public really do listen to what we say. Well, that false research was more than 10 years ago. How much is the media to blame here for letting that fake research be accepted as real? Well, even if that research had been completely perfect and above board, it was still only a case series report, which is a very weak form of evidence in the first place. It's a a series of anecdotes, essentially. And more importantly than that, there was nothing in that research to justify Andrew Wakefield's claims that the single vaccine was safer than the triple vaccine. And yet those claims are what were widely reported, and that's what led to the drop-in uptake of of the MMR vaccine. Is this a situation unique to the UK? I mean, is it difficult for journalists in any country to handle the complexities of scientific and medical data? Well, I, I think there are two issues that drive health scares. Firstly, as you say, science is often quite a difficult technical area. And while I would like to see good, well-informed science and health specialist correspondents making their own judgments about the strength of evidence, the reality is that often stories, especially when they become very big stories, tend to be covered by generalists. And so they set up um, disagreements in science as being on the one hand, on the other. So the problem is you have, on the one hand, the entire weight of scientific and medical evidence and all of the views of the people who know best. And then on the other hand, you have perhaps one maverick, if you like, um, or a very tiny campaign group that get 50% of the airtime. But there's very clear evidence of mischief, really, on the part of certainly UK journalists covering the MMR story. So what will happen next as far as uh, the the epidemic, the measles epidemic in, in Britain? Well, uh, people are trying very hard to run catch-up campaigns to get people to have the MMR vaccine. I I, I think actually one very frightening prospect is not only will we have this measles outbreak, but also when the children who are now 12, 14, who missed the measles vaccine, go to university, then I suspect we will be seeing mumps. And more importantly than that, I think we will once again see further vaccine scares in the future because very little has changed. Journalists in the UK, for the most part, have actually been very reluctant to accept responsibility for misleading the public on the MMR vaccine. 
And also the MMR paper itself in The Lancet wasn't retracted for 10 years, partly because we're actually rather bad in science at dealing with problematic research. Very little has changed there either. So vaccine scares have been around since the 19th century. They've always had the same basic structure and we will continue to see them in the future. Dr. Ben Goldacre, author of Bad Science and Bad Pharma. Thanks so much for explaining this to us. Thank you.